0: Welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach.
1: And Nicole.
0: Also. <laughs>
1: it sounded like we were questioning our identities.
0: It was actually because I got feedback from your mic in my headphones and everything was weird. But it's oh, okay. Yeah,
1: that's right. So you get to hear everything I say this episode in your in your headphones. The good news is
0: I can switch you on and off. So.
1: <laughs> don't you wish you could do that in real life?
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's get started. Um, I'm like all over the place today. Anyways, so via the Diz Insider, 20th Century Studios released the first trailer for their upcoming horror film, The Empty Man. And I will say with this, I was, have you seen that trailer yet? No. Okay, so I was very confused at first because they said Disney, it was a Disney film, so I was like, okay, it's probably, like, a kid horror film, like, kind of goosebumps is what I initially thought. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, the out, like, when you watch, like, the little preview from out before you watch, like, you know how it's just the video moving and you can't hear it? Like, when you're passing by a video. Oh, like
0: on Instagram or something? Yeah, so okay.
1: when I was watching it on Twitter, I clicked on it, I was like, okay, this doesn't really look like a Disney, like, Horror goosebumps film. So I click on it and I'm watching most of it. And I'm like, this is not a Disney film at all. <laughs> um, I got to the end and I honestly I had to almost stop watching because it, it was pretty scary. Um, I haven't been that scared since The Conjuring and in Insidious. What? It's what? Just
0: the Conjuring. People think The Conjuring is scary. It is scary. Going, it still not. gets to me. It's hilarious. It's yeah. so funny. Tell
1: the scratches on Thomas's arm that one i will admit that was me because i was that scared anyways it looks good i would i would definitely see it um hopefully in a movie theater one day but you never know um but i will recommend watching the trailer for you it looks pretty good and i am a huge horror person so Mm recommend it um oscar isaac has been cast as moon knight for the upcoming disney plus series and he has had so many mixed reviews on it i am here for it uh, go ahead zach
0: you can't go wrong with a little bit of oscar isaac no i, I just
1: <laughs> honestly i, I was waiting for him to be cast in the mcu i was just waiting for that one role because they pretty much have everyone else so
0: I mean, he had a little bit of a guest appearance as 2099 Spider-Man, so... I mean, oh, that's true,
1: yeah.
0: Not so, 100%, not in the MCU, but...
1: It, but he was getting there, yeah. and, I, and I'm and i honestly very happy that he is, considering his role from Star Wars to this. I think it's a good move. A lot of people are bashing it because he's not quote-unquote Jewish, and people are like, oh no, but like on his father's side he is, but like, okay, it doesn't matter. Like because people were fan casting this character so much, they started out fan casting as Daniel Radcliffe, because there were rumors that he was going to be Moon Knight. Then they went to recently it was who was it? It was oh David Diggs apparently today was rumored.
0: I think I saw that.
1: And someone else, I forgot what his name was, but he was there was two rumor, two rumored people today. And everyone was like, yes, defeat Diggs. And some people were mentioning Keanu Reeves. But I think Oscar Isaac, like when I saw that, I was instantly happy that they found a good, a really good actor. Mm -hmm. Not that none of the other
0: guys weren't but they
1: but like this is still like a smart move. Mm -hmm. Like as my like that's my biggest fear with Fantastic Four is that fan casting John Krasinski is going to lead to like a big letdown if he's not cast. Say that one more time. Okay. So my biggest fear with ex- with the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four mm-hmm. is that people like, of course, I would love for John Krasinski to be cast okay. as Richard Reed's mm-hmm. in my no no Reed Richards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I say go. that every time too. Every time you say it wrong. <laughs> so even though he's he's being fan him and Emily Blunt are being fan cast into the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I don't want fans to be dead set on these two perfect casting. Because Mm -hmm. what if in like a year and a half they announce, okay, it's going to be this person and that person. I don't want them to be... And like, I know I'm one of those fans, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be disappointed if they're not... Of course they'll be happy, but I'm not going to be disappointed if they find two other amazing actors. What's that face?
0: Okay, so the first part of it is, I'm surprised to hear you say that because you've been such a huge fan of John Krasinski being... Mr. Fantastic. Oh, don't
1: get don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm just saying no, that ahead, that,
0: that was. I'm just surprised to hear you say that because you've been like I want this to happen. You've been so like pressing adamant, this.
1: yeah,
0: adamant, right? But then I'm also kind of proud because I feel like a little bit of me is robbing up <laughs> on you. And the fact that you're kind of cynical about it, and I don't know, I'm I'm kind of happy that this no, is happening. No,
1: it's just, and I'm learning. Like I just can't like. I'm not going to get myself hyped up about, yeah. okay, like, of course, I, don't get me wrong, I would love to see, mm-hmm. like, my favorite actors, like, if John Krasinski were announced tomorrow as as Reed Richards, I would be over the moon, I'd be like, okay, that's it, I don't need to know any more castings, but I'm not going to be dead set on it, I'm going to keep it an open mind, because there's so many amazing actors coming out of the woodworks that I haven't seen yet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, with John, um, with John David Washington. Yes. He's been mentioned. He's mentioned. Oh, I would love to be Reed Richards. All this stuff. So I'm like, tr- I'm obviously keeping an open mind towards these castings because, like, that's what you have to do in these situations. Mm-hmm. You can't, especially with how we're doing things. Like, I can't be like completely biased towards one person. True. Sure. I'm going to be an open book. I'm gonna say, okay, I hear these rumors. I'm gonna go with it. Like, so it's all about. It's called adulting, growing I'm up. I'm proud
0: of you. I'm proud of you. No, <laughs> I really you. am.
1: I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be... Uh, like, with Oscar... I, I would have loved to have seen Daniel Radcliffe, but Oscar Isaac, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Like, I am... I'm impressed with his work. And to see him in Dune next year, like, I'm even more excited for that. Like, he looks amazing. We haven't even seen, like, a, a, him acting in it yet, and I'm already yeah. excited. No, <laughs> it's yeah, true. I mean, do you have any more... Do you have any thoughts on that? I know I just rambled no, I, about I, it.
0: I, I saw it, and I... It was one of those things where, like like I just did, you know, just like a yes. It's not, it's something
1: like for me, I don't know if this is how you felt. It's something I didn't know I needed until I saw him cast as it. Like, I was like, okay, yes. Another amazing actor in the MCU.
0: It's not surprising though.
1: I'm not surprised at all. I knew honestly kind of, I saw this coming. I saw him being cast somewhere in the future of the MCU. I just didn't know which spot it could be. Mm Mm-hmm. But and honestly, like any actor, I could see being in cast in the MCU. It just depends on like who knows. His his test screen could have gone amazing. His audition could have been phenomenal.
0: We never know until <laughs> we, we never see know.
1: it. Um, after we collided is out on VOD. If you guys saw the Instagram post of me watching it
0: with her famous glass of wine, my famous by glass the way. of
1: Cabernet. With <laughs> Cabernet. <laughs> um, honestly. I I have to say, um, so for those who don't know, I will give a quick background very quick. Um, so it's, it's a fan fiction. So like how, so 50 shades is a fan fiction of twilight. Okay. So this is like a fan fiction of those two put together, but more so like it's a Harry styles, one direction fan fiction that I didn't know about. I didn't know it was that until I started reading it. And my friend who's a huge Harry styles fan Saw me reading the book, and she was like, "Because the author is obsessed with them. She's obsessed with Harry Styles, so it's very like I don't I don't think about it when I read it though. Anyways, so it's it's just like about a very like toxic relationship. They're very on and off. It goes on for like four or five books. Um, I got Kara into it. So the first the first movie after. Wasn't that good? I wasn't impressed. Like it's it's cute, but doesn't follow the the book very well. Uh-huh. After we collided, stepped its game up, and it's very like it, they it went rated R. It went like the first one was PG-13, but it deserved that R rating. Um, I give it honestly. I know I said seven and a half earlier, but I give it like an eight out of ten uh-huh. because they stepped up their game really well with this film. Um, that, her acting, the main actress, Josephine Langford, her sister's Catherine Langford, the one who's in 13 Reasons Why. You don't know? Oh my gosh.
0: I read the book. I didn't watch the series, so.
1: Well, she, she was also in Knives Out. She was the long, curly, brown-haired girl.
0: Uh, the daughter the of the- The daughter? Okay. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So, that's her sister. Um, Josephine Langford actually- Stepped up her game with acting this time. Okay. I was very impressed. I really loved her character. Mhm. Um, the guy who plays Hardin, he was actually young Voldemort in Voldemort in. Um, okay. Harry Potter. Mhm. Eh, he, he was okay.
0: Yeah, he was okay in Harry Potter too.
1: Yeah. Um. Overall, it was a good film. I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I would say to watch it definitely. I've heard a lot of people, a lot of mixed reviews on it too, but it, it's a good film. Eight out of ten. Um. I honestly have been waiting for it for a year now, year and a half. Yeah. So check it out if you watch it it's on VOD I bought it on Amazon for like 15 bucks and I'm gonna be watching it all the time so definitely worth the watch I was know it, called... so it was
0: worth 15 bucks Oh so.
1: absolutely fifteen dollars okay. on Amazon I mean Sorry. My... <laughs> <laughs>
0: just...
1: I know 15 dollars not compared to 30 oh
0: yeah
1: um Katie bought it on demand I think for like six or seven dollars like it's honestly the price mm-hmm. is like all over the place on I don't think. I guess it depends on what service. I honestly can tell you it's probably not going to go past fifteen dollars though. I don't think so. Um, But recommend it. I know Zach hasn't seen it so he doesn't have an opinion. And I will not. (laughs) It's okay. Um, So via discussing film, Tom Felton is planning a virtual Harry Potter reunion for November fourteenth. There's no cast member confirmed as of yet, so I'm assuming we're going to hear more closer to it. Thoughts. It doesn't Eh. affect you. Eh. All I'm gonna say is I sent it to Chrissy and she marked in her calendar, so I'll see what he does.
0: I don't know what more this is gonna do more than what, you know, the the behind the scenes parts of the DVDs or.
1: Maybe it will just be like a nice cast reunion to see them together. We're gonna
0: get. I think it's I think cast reunions are cool when, they happen and nobody knows about them. And then the it's cast like, members wow. recall that moment, or you get like videos from that moment. But it wasn't something that was so public. It was a very private, intimate reunion. Well, we don't know what
1: they're doing yet, so it could be a surprise. It's gonna be a Zoom.
0: It's virtual, so it's gonna be like a Zoom meeting with all like.
1: Well, what they involve fans, them, and they're like fans can meet us through the Zoom call.
0: I don't think they're gonna do that. Maybe not. I think it's just going to be like, hey, let's do this thing. They record it through Zoom and then they release it on YouTube or something like that. But
1: they've been doing that. Like Teen Wolf cast got back together and they did the same thing. And I know a couple other casts did it.
0: I mean, what more do you need to talk about with Harry Potter that hasn't... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what more questions do people have about the series that hasn't...
1: Maybe they'll invite J.K. Rowling.
0: answered. That's the big thing. Is she going to show up? That know. to me, that to me, I'd only watch it to see if she shows up because if she doesn't show up, then I think that's a big sign to everyone, how not, majority of people in that cast feel about her.
1: I don't follow her on anything. Like normally yeah. I follow, I honestly, I follow all my authors. I follow a bunch of my favorite actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. I do not follow JK Rowling. Um, I
0: used to, but I don't. Honestly, you know. my cousin
1: was a huge fan of hers. And I think like she's just started like she's anti J.K. Rowling right now, Mm -hmm. or she has been for the past year since those tweets. I don't know. I think J.K. Rowling's been very silent for a while, and especially with Fantastic Beasts underway of filming, they've been filming I think for a month now. So I'm curious as to how that's going.
0: Speaking of reunions,
1: oh Jesus!
0: This isn't in the script, but I just saw it. So Bette Midler says a Hocus Pocus reunion with Sarah Jessica Parker. And Kathy Najimi is in the cards for a Disney Plus sequel. Said they've asked us if we'd be interested, and of course, we all said yes.
1: Yeah, they, they got together, there was a photo shoot, and they all got back into their costumes. I thought you knew this. No, I just
0: saw it. That's so cool. I literally
1: saw like two days ago that they, like, it's confirmed that they're going to it do it. It just released
0: two minutes ago. How did you see a week ago? Well, same like Nicole's <laughs> in the know, and I have no idea what's Are going on. Are you kidding me? I'm always in the
1: know about That's stuff. True.
0: It's true. I will say that. That's true.
1: It's very hard. I'm not going to lie. Don't
0: don't hype yourself up. No, right no,
1: now. no. It's okay. very hard to surprise me with anything. News-wise. You have to admit. The person, I will say this, the person that could surprise me with something, like a genuine surprise reaction out of me, I would, I, I don't know.
0: You're asking for it.
1: I would make a bet.
0: You're, you're really <laughs> asking kidding. for it.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Because someone's going to surprise you with news at some point.
1: It's hard because I just I see everything all the time. Like Katie will respond, will post see, something. This is
0: why, this is what happens: is you get too big for your breeches. You say something outlandish, <laughs> and then someone shows you up. And I'm I just, not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna. I, I don't again. want, I
0: don't want to take advantage of the situation. But you kind of let me do it, so I'll just move on. Let's move on swiftly because
1: yeah i'm not gonna be that cocky anymore um so chris hemsworth confirms that thor love and thunder will begin filming january 2021 with new changes to thor that hemsworth is quote unquote excited for um i don't have much to say about this other than uh, we already knew that it was going to begin filming sometime in early early 2021 low-key still i think low-key has been very low-key I hate myself in I Yes, I knew,
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to do the pun, and I expect it to happen. I just...
1: What's funny is, side note, whenever I text Jill, like, low-key, I always send her L-O-K-I, and she just always sends back, she goes, I hate that you did that, but I, I respect it. <laughs> Anyways, um, not surprised. I, I mean, it's not really news, because we've known that they were filming yeah. sometime between, when they were going to start between November and January. Um, the only thing I I would... I mean, I don't really have anything that uh, changed wise to him. Would only be for me if he like completely did give his abilities to Natalie Portman's character, Jane Foster. But we'll have to see.
0: Depends on what plans Marvel has for him. After he said this that one. he
1: wants to stay in the Mar- in the MCU longer. So I don't know if like they'll change up a story or something. Then that again,
0: happened. I I Marvel. Has a tendency to change the storyline completely in their movies compared to the comic books. So, yeah. although it can be set up kind of like the comic books, I'm 100% sure that they'll switch something and something that we thought was impossible is now completely possible. Who knows?
1: It. Maybe they'll both have the power of. Thor. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking maybe. if he gives up his powers
0: and <laughs> is the kind of end of Thor, but if. He's going to give it to her for like a limited amount of time, then it would work for both him and Marvel. But so I that
1: prompts my next question because if we we all know that I've don't really read the comics, but I know like I know enough information from the comics, um, to talk about them. So does Mjolnir, which is Thor's hammer, mm-hmm. does it really get like smashed or how does like does he really break like does it break in the comics comics because I know Hela
0: mm-hmm. broke it. Yeah.
1: In Thor Ragnarok, does that happen in the comics, or like does he lose it at all? Like what happens?
0: Well, remember Molnar turns into Stormbreaker. Basically. Okay,
1: so that's what you mean. So Marvel kind of changed it that way. Mm-hmm. Like he has Stormbreaker well, and Mjolnir. Well,
0: Stormbreaker is 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 basically. It's made Mjolnir. from the same yeah. metal. Yes, so. but in this
1: one he has both. Whereas you're saying that in the comics. Molnar turns into Stormbreaker.
0: I don't know. I didn't really read Thor comics you're my, all that you're much. You're
1: right. supposed to be my comic person. Again,
0: I'm more of a DC guy, yeah, and that's I've fair. always, you're I've more always DC said that. Star Wars yeah, and I'm more of a DC I... guy, and I've always said that because I read DC comics, but Marvel comics funny? now and then.
1: Side note: What's funny is everyone always asks me how like our podcast works together, and I'm like, honestly. And no one asked for the story, but I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> no one asked for any of
0: your stories, but you still tell it. So. <laughs> but what I
1: mean, okay, so people always ask me, you know, like they're like, "Oh, is Zach as into this stuff as you are?" I said, honestly, we're super opposite because I'm such a Marvel nerd, yeah, but he is so into DC and Star Wars that like it kind of just works. I, like, okay, the collab I'm kind of
0: I'm a a, a film. <laughs> Central, like I love yes, film in general.
1: Film so Rather, you
0: you, love film in general, but there's a there's a major part of that circle that is all Marvel, Marvel dedicated. Yes. well I'm like more like, you know, Martin Scorsese and like David Fincher. And, and
1: he got mad at me literally at two was it two years ago. You so did know I didn't who know who Martin
0: Scorsese was.
1: <laughs> he said he called me and goes, Martin Scorsese just like released The Irishman, and I go, The Irishman, Chiller, and I said oh my god that's amazing who's Martin Scorsese <laughs> I go what else and he like hung up on me and then
0: <laughs> it still makes me mad right now I'm boiling I'm, I'm because sorry. I can't believe you said that to me
1: okay in all honesty the, I, I only know very few directors who I grew up on and he really wasn't one of them and it was mostly like okay I might have I don't know his other Martin films.
0: Scorsese
1: yes if you tell me other films I would I'm not Hugo okay. I didn't watch Hugo go <laughs> just squint in those eyes no I grew up on Steven Spielberg Michael Bay James Gunn well James Gunn more recently shut up (laughs) James
0: Cameron you You mean
1: James Cameron Um, but Steven Spielberg was like the director I followed of course because he was
0: the director of the 90s yes
1: so that's what I'm saying like I wasn't there was another director too and I just can't put my finger on it but like Steven Spielberg was growing up that that was a director I knew yeah and George Lucas, whatever, but like that. I know he's not and director. George Lucas, let's, whatever. Let's forget I said wow. that. And... <laughs> Anyways.
0: Ready for some hate?
1: <laughs> I always get hate from people, especially for these episodes. No, you don't. <laughs> well, I get I get texts from Chrissy saying, "I'm so mad at you." Wait, I retract. She goes, "I retract that you covered yourself up well," or I, oh. I like something about Star Wars. I don't know um speaking of new oh that was a nice transition though
0: <laughs> hey that's how we do it
1: um there is a new mandalorian trailer out i'm not even gonna call it a new mandalorian trailer i'm gonna call it a tv spot that's just a, a yeah. mixture or it's like from a tv the first social trailer, media spot Yes, it's just, like, it's it's literally clips from the first trailer just, like, meshed into one.
0: It's, like, the reverse shot of all the clips we saw in the first trailer.
1: I understand, though, because I, and I've been saying this, they're waiting to show Ros- Rosario Dawson. They're waiting to show, I think they're just waiting for the season to start. Oh, it starts this Friday.
0: Mm-hmm. Which reminds me I need to get Disney Plus again.
1: Which reminds me I need to finish the season one of Mandalorian finish the front because i just was so distracted i know and you're gonna
0: say the same excuse every time i don't know (laughs) why i keep asking you that question because i get the same response
1: um and we also got our first look at tom holland as nathan drake for uncharted last week and there was mixed
0: yeah i didn't like it i
1: think it'll fill out i think i I don't
0: was not on the the side of woo, i was like "Mm."
1: But again,
0: we don't know if they're starting him out as a young, which exactly. we did mention. We don't know if he's going to be young, or if he's going to grow into the role. We also don't know the longevity of the role, whether it's going to be like a Marvel stint, where it's like a couple of years, where you get some time to kind of yeah. fill out and fill into the role. I'm still a Nathan Fillion fan. I know. I would I have know. preferred to see him in it, but... We'll
1: just have to wait and see until we get a trailer. Also, I
0: guess... I don't know. I'm just kind of annoyed at the fact that not to say that he doesn't deserve it, because obviously he does, okay? But it's just a little annoying seeing Tom Holland and everything right now.
1: And you, and- I just
0: feel like, and I've said this before, I just feel like directors aren't looking outside of the box and looking at other people when it comes to, you know, teens or early 20-year-olds. He seems to be the poster boy for everything. Anything Disney-related, I understand, but I mean... I'm also, I also like seeing fresh new talent and this was a great opportunity to find somebody who was that, especially if we're going for, if, if, especially if it's going to be a young Nathan Drake, then I would have preferred to see someone who I've never seen before, take on the role and then grow into the role as the role progresses. But if it was going to be, you know, young Nathan Drake around when he was like early twenties, I was like 25 ish then why why not just dye Nathan Fillion's hair a little more brown and just have him in there? You know? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not for that. I, I, I don't know. I just see Tom Holland's name in a lot of things so, so far. I mean, you got Cherry coming out. We already had Devil at the time. You've got Spider-Man 3 coming out. You've got this. And it's just kind of like, is there nobody else in Hollywood that anyone's considering for these roles? Or is it just like, oh, he's a scrangly kid who... Gets muddled over and says the wrong things. Ah, Tom Holland. You know, is there's got to be other people, right? Am I crazy in thinking that?
1: The first person that comes to my mind when you talk about like that, when there's no other, like when you say, is there no one else? Like the first person I think of is Timothy Chalamet. He can.
0: I but I don't. I I wouldn't even put Tim Timothy Chalamet is more no no of no a like in a good
1: way. Like he could easily like possibly take this role on, or he could easily. I don't think he'd want to. The thing with me, this is where I disagree with you, because I think that it, there's so much talent that comes from these actors. Like yes. Tom Holland has such good range from what I've seen from The Devil all the time. Mm-hmm. I but yeah, so he has good range. And I like and this is I, I like seeing him outside of the Marvel world because or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because this shows that he is not just Spider-Man. That he can play this role in Cherry that's coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to see him in this role. So it takes him out of that comfort zone. Took him out of the comfort zone to the cher- to the devil all the time. Takes it could because and I was just talking to my sister about this before you you showed up because sometimes like especially with Robert Downey Jr. and I hate that I always go back to the Marvel back to Marvel, but like it's prime example. Because he was Iron Man for so long, that people see him as that. And then mm-hmm. we got him in Doolittle, and mm-hmm. I mean the movie sucked, but it, it's just hard. I'd rather I'd rather see Tom Holland get placed in other films right now, so that way we see that he has range other than just Spider Man, okay. other than just this world. Okay.
0: Uh, let me just throw out some names because I just did a Google search on on young, young, young actors okay. under twenty five. You got abraham atta so he wouldn't i depending on what kind of role it would be he'd be great but no I he's 17 year old um did you ever see beasts of no nation
1: no oh great movie what's it called movie.
0: beasts of no nation it's with benjamin atta and idris elba it's about like a I child soldier idris in the Alba. congo
1: okay so good
0: but asia butterfield okay what about him? What about Nat Wolf? What Nat Wolff? I do. You know like what I mean? You got Finn Wolfhard, which I got, he's one of those other ones who he's getting a lot. Oh, of, I
1: like him. I do lot like of work him a lot. Right now. He was um, in it, wasn't he? Yes. He was. Yeah.
0: You got An- Ansel Elgort. El-
1: Ansel Elgort. Yeah, don't know he's how to in a lot name, of stuff. But he, he's he's going to yeah. be in. Um, oh my God! West Side Story next year.
0: Right. So. No. Ty Sheridan, from and, Ready Player One. He's another one that he came to mind when I was thinking about as well. Uh, you know what I mean? I just. I
1: liked him, but I'm not there's... like. It, it, uh, I like him. I'm not into to his. Style.
0: But you're saying that because your exposure to Tom Holland has been so extensive. No,
1: no, no. I would say that about anyone. Like Tom Holland, I'm not just being biased towards Tom Holland. I think, honestly, anyone could be amazing for these roles. It's just that for certain films, maybe they test, maybe they screen test. So much better than other actors. I don't even actors. think he
0: has to take a screen test.
1: What I'm You know what I mean? I, At this yeah. point in his
0: career, does he really need a screen test? They probably just like, he's got the name. Well,
1: the Russo brothers, they obviously know his acting skills. Obviously. So they were like, okay, Cherry, we want you in it. Right. I'm just saying, I like seeing him other in things other than just Marvel. I'm,
0: but I'm not denying that. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, it gets to a point now where I feel, considering we're in a fight for diversity, we're in a fight for representation. Yeah,
1: no, I get that
0: we have the same actor in a stretch of films and, you know, and similar films for the most part. And he's been doing this you know, only a couple of years. And which it's is like, impressive. Is there, and which it's, is it's super nice. impressive. Yeah. I'm just like, is there anybody else that we could find to, to, to come into this role? I, and I respect you know that. What I mean? If I see the name too many times, it's just kind of like, ugh. It's like, really?
1: No, I get it. Because it's, it's, like, it's, it's not like a surprise anymore. Because you're like, okay, I see. Or,
0: it's like when all those comedies came out and it was always Kevin Hart. And he was like, is there is there not another black comedian out there that can do these roles? You know what I mean? Not to say that he's bad, because he's not. But it's just yeah. kind of like, you get tired of seeing the same face all the time.
1: Or you almost kind of expect them to be in this, right. because it's Rather comedy. Rather than think
0: about somebody else who could fit into that, who could be amazing, you know? It
1: was nice, I will say. It was nice to see, um, uh, what is his name, from X-Men, the prequels, the Professor Xavier...
0: James McAvoy.
1: James McAvoy. I will say I loved seeing his name in the, We talked about this movie. I talked about this movie last podcast, I believe, where his name popped up and he's going to be in a new film. Yeah. And but he doesn't like he's not being given a scripts. Like he's yeah. just going to have to improvise yeah. pretty much every scene. Yeah. And that to me is exciting. Like that's right. exciting me because I'm I'm going to go into the film like okay, like no matter what happens, He's Gonna have to react a certain way, mm-hmm. so and that's what I and I that's where I'm bringing it up. That I, I love seeing James McAvoy's name in, in headlines because I haven't really seen him right. in years. That's my thing, and I respect that. And I, that's and I my get, thing. yes, I, I get where you're coming from. I feel like, well, yes, because I was gonna say with Timothy Chalamet, but like he really has not been in much headlines other than Dune. He was what, Little Women. You know, and little,
0: like, think about that, but look, from Little Women to Dune is still it's uh, a, a long few months.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe even a year between those two two films came out. So and
1: that's what I do like. I like that they're announcing like
0: he he he's kind of stretched out and paced out his career a little bit, where it's it's a lot of whereas time Colin in between. Literally just where, got off
1: of Uncharted, and he went straight right to Atlanta, Georgia.
0: That's my. That's what I'm saying.
1: But I think, okay, and again, this comes back for me to the pandemic because I feel like if if there wasn't a pandemic, he probably would have had like at least three or four months off to get ready or maybe a couple weeks.
0: Maybe, but I still don't think it would matter in terms of public appeal and public, yeah. public relations. I think that in terms of PR, they would have tried to... Put his name out as much as possible yeah. just to continue May, like, the buzz around him. Too
1: much go like, a little goes a long way. Exactly. So maybe he'll end up taking, I don't know, take a break? I don't know.
0: We'll see what happens.
1: Um, oh, but that does remind me before we go to the next one. So that we did actually get, because Zach and I were kind of disappointed. I don't know if we were disappointed with DC fandom's um, The Suicide Squad first look. We got, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. We didn't really get a trailer. Yeah. But they did release two images today. I don't know if you saw them. I, I see everything.
0: you probably didn't.
1: It's um, one of them. of It, it kind of reminds me of Suicide Squad. Because they're on a plane. And it's like dark. So it's like that red light. And it's pretty much all of them. And then there's another one where we get a closer look at John Cena. Polka Dot Man and two others. Or oh, Idris Elba. We get our first look at all of them. In, like four of them in costume.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And he released a... Tra- He'll release a movie poster today, like two movie posters. I yeah, so the two movie posters. Um, Empire. Empire, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we're getting closer, honestly, to a trailer, possibly, like maybe a teaser. <laughs> what? I I don't know. It, I don't think he needs to. I don't think so either. And he, what made me happy though was that some fan, he was answering fan questions the other day on Twitter, and someone asked. um, Something like, did you, something about, oh, were you upset when you had, like, when they turned you down for maybe a character you wanted to have in there? And he goes, no, because they gave me all the characters I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that kind of made me happy because as a director, like, you want to be happy with what you get. And the fact that he got all the, like, the actual DC characters he wanted. And he said it's hard to kill off characters. So, obviously, in this one, we will get kill-offs. My opinion. I think we'll get a lot of kill offs from because he said it is the Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's but taking it, a new direction. I feel like
0: depends on whether this is going to be a a sequel thing or whether this is going to be a standalone one. Which we movie don't know yet.
1: But and that brings me to my next question: Could they kill off Harley Quinn? Absolutely, they could.
0: It'd be a bad idea, but they absolutely could. It'd be a bad idea because of Birds of Prey too.
1: That's what I'm. And I'm thinking. I'm thinking. But Is this set after Birds of Prey? Or is this set before? Depends. And that's where the question comes I, in.
0: I would say...
1: Because if it's set after Birds of Prey, we could still get sequels to Prey. This to is one it. of those
0: actor questions because it depends on what Margot wants.
1: Yeah.
0: If Margot's kind of done with the role or she's just looking to look it. at something else, then yeah. But I don't think she's done with the role. Oh, absolutely I think not. that she's really enjoying... A great run with this role and everybody loves her in it so <laughs> you know i don't i don't think she's gonna stop doing i that. think so we i can... i don't think they would i definitely think they'd kill off it elbows. Oh,
1: absolutely character and um, john cena was already announced but we don't but know john cena's going to
0: see a show coming out soon
1: but what i'm thinking is could a show take place before the Suicide Squad? Like, is it going to be a will. prequel? Oh, it will?
0: It'll, it'll show us a lead up into the Peacemaker and going forward. It's, it's how cool, we though. get to the Peacemaker and everything.
1: I um, will say, I think we have at least, like, maybe f- a few more years with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yes. Or maybe as long as she wants to. I, I don't see her playing, I don't see anyone else playing that Harley Quinn role as good as she does. <laughs> I feel like that's where you're going to differentiate.
0: No, I'm just thinking about the fact that this timeline is so jacked up. What do you see? Yeah. Because now, because I'm sure any executive's mind is thinking, okay, we've got Harley. Let's figure out who our Joker is moving forward. Is it Leto? Is it, because we're going to get to Leto in a minute, but is it yeah. Leto? Is it? Is it Joaquin Phoenix? Who's our Joker? Moving forward. Okay. Then we got our Pats being our Batman. Is he going to be in the same timeline? Or is he he going to be in the Exactly, Are we we going to bring him forward? Uh, Is he going to go into it? Or are we going to bring... Because you can't bring back Ben Affleck every single time you bring back one of these characters. Can you? Is, Is that possible?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if our path somehow ended up in the Flash for maybe like a minute. Like If they were to show us that this is how he could be brought into that universe. Because they did say it's a multiverse. So maybe... They said Flash
0: opens up the the multiverse yes. for DC. But again, with Flash, the fact that he can go in time. So he can go to the past and see young Bruce for a minute. Or he could go into the future and, and meet up with Michael Keaton, old Bruce. You know, is this the same Bruce Wayne timeline are we going for? Or is these completely different characters in alternate universes? I mean, we really don't know what She's planning in that regard but I'm thinking you know if you're gonna bring back Margot do you have to bring back Jared Leto and then if you bring back Jared Leto then the only Batman we've seen with Leto's Joker has been Ben Affleck and I'm sure you can't keep asking Ben Affleck to come back and do it yeah. you know Ben Affleck's only doing so, uh, Justice League because he knows it's Zach's vision that's what he signed up for in the first place and he feels like he owes it to the project and, I guess, kind of to the fans because we, we, we love Batflex so much. He's kind of like, I'm just going to do it because this is what I signed up for in the first place and because I trust the, the project, the material. Rather I just that, love how he you know, went
1: from this is my last project to now he's in two more projects. So it's, just, it, it's interesting to see that for him.
0: But I also wonder, I also think he was in a bad headspace as well. And that's probably No, absolutely. I, I, I give him props of for wine
1: and come back and be like, okay, I need to finish this my way, the right way, and, right. and leave off on a good no, not sour note, how Justice League did that with my character. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I do think it was a sour note. I think that it kind of ended abruptly for him... And the fact that, like, I think Zack Snyder had a lot to do with it. I feel like maybe they got along a lot better, possibly. Yes, I'm sure. And he said, listen, like, I, I want, like, are you feeling up to it? Like, w- I don't feel like he got pressured at all. I, no. He might have even said, okay, I want you to come back and do this. And he was probably like, okay, yeah, I agree. I want to see your vision. I want to make your vision happen. And probably the same thing with The Flash. Maybe they, like, I don't know how they got him to do that, in all honesty, but props to Depends them. Depends on
0: what capacity he's in The Flash,
1: though. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, that brings us into Jared Leto is confirmed to be in Zack Snyder's Just League. Um, When I first saw this, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I laughed a little bit because I was like, okay, so we're getting a lot of um, redemption from characters. I feel like, honestly, I feel like Zack Snyder is the kind of person to give redemption. And I think he's saying, okay, Jared Leto, let's, let's bring you into this. Let's give you a proper... Either out, let's give you a proper person, like bring your character better to life or to life better because his character just did not do it at all. For me, at least, because, I, I, and we say this all the time in those scenes between him and Harley, the Joker should be the, not that like I'm not a feminist, all this stuff, like I, I'm very optimistic when it comes to any kind of character, but Margot Robbie. Was the spotlight like, no she owned those she scenes. owned those scenes like Jared Leto kind of looked like he was on drugs for me the entire time, like he was just like he took that, that he took that joker <laughs> to like a i don't, to like a a psychotic state, which from that that's how I looked at it. It kind of looked no. like he was on drugs but to
0: me I, they made him a pimp that's <laughs> that's how I feel. They made Joker a pimp. That's that's all it was. He was pimping Harley. That's all I got out of it. I never was never scared or intimidated by the Joker. He seemed second fiddle at all points during the movie to Harley. Harley was the main attraction and she outshone him in every scene they were in together. Then again, like we've discussed before, this is a lot more about Producers and and editors and what the editors got out of it and then Art once just became. I wish
1: became... we had seen him more in Air's. Right, and light. that's why
0: we need the air cut to see what Ayers saw, because we don't even know because what we saw was trash. So we're hoping that what was in Air's version was more developed. I believe it. I believe
1: that he had more.
0: But what I will say is, I think Zack Snyder is the best director to get the best performance out of Jared Leto. Absolutely. I, I think he's just have a director to be to tell him to be more specific or to kind of tweak things to not only suit the vision, but actually provide a more well-rounded character. Um, and I've been tough on Zack Snyder because I genuinely don't feel his characters are, are great. I don't feel he focuses on character development as much as other characters other directors do. I think he's more of the visual guy and he's looking for a great visual uh, picture, a scene mm-hmm. painting, rather than you know, uh, in-depth character look or character study um, but I do think he is the best person for this because I think that it'll probably get Jared Leto out of his head in knowing that he's got to up the ante compared to all the other jokers that were before him and probably get him into the state where he not only works with the film as a whole, but we see some individual thread of a Joker that we haven't seen before.
1: And adding to that, I highly believe, you can disagree with me if you want, I highly believe that if we get a version of, a new version of this Joker, maybe something that like how you said, like Snyder brings out of him, could possibly lead to other Parts in other films for him. Maybe they'll bring him back for. I mean, I know that they said Harley and him broke up, but maybe they'll bring him back for another.
0: Like a Birds of Prey. Yeah, to like maybe cameo. Birds of Prey
1: sequ- sequel, or they'll bring um, bring him into another film as maybe like a villain of some sort in maybe the flat. I don't know. Maybe a future a future D C film if he like brings it to justice. In Snyder's eyes, but. Again, I don't know what their plans are for him. Maybe they won't. Maybe the execs were like, okay, let's see what else he can do. Let's see how Snyder brings us out in him, and then go from there. Like a second chance. Like maybe, okay, let's bring forth. Unless they are like, okay, we're gonna go for a multiverse. We're gonna bring in a different Joker this time. I don't know. I don't know either. But that's why I'm like, I love DC because I was he, still
0: gunning for that kid from Gotham who played Joker. I. I, I I was hoping he would be involved at some point. Also, knowing that... I forgot the name of the comic, but there's a new DC comic with three jokers from different timelines. And that's what they and were talking
1: about. Daniel Richmond said... That would be
0: cool to do some sort of idea like that. Or I'm sure... I'm sure. I'm sure that somebody's trying to turn the killing joke into a live-action adaptation or, or even parts of it for a movie
1: well daniel richmond brought up multiple jokers question mark and it got a lot of people talking so maybe that it it,
0: i don't think we're gonna get multiple jokers yet i i really don't um
1: i love though that both dc and marvel are leading into the multiverse i love that this is opening up so many opportunities for these characters
0: i was i will say i will go on record and say multiple jokers if i see some sort of joker ending to bat the batman if I see some sort of joker input to the Batman then I'd be like okay multiple jokers is 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 a is a reality excited for
1: us to see it together because I know I you and idea. I have oh, I'm so excited. I you and I have these expectations leading up to I mean I know you're not gonna have a lot of like high expectation but I'm like going into it next year just thinking or two years there's there's so much, like, it's not at stake, but there's so much that, like, we can get introduced to. There's so much that I can lead off to. There's, Matt Sleeves
0: like, has put so many great Easter eggs and, 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 uh,
1: I'm very hopeful that and we're gonna get comic a comic
0: book material into that movie already. And just the way he talked done. about
1: it made me cry I, at DC fandom. I'm so excited. But for I, that movie. I would not be shocked. And you can, again, disagree with me. I wouldn't be shocked if they snuck in, like, a easter egg of a joker in there that's and what then, and then we get like or at the, the end, end of the movie we get yes.
0: like yes ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like one of those like the really crazy like he laugh. meets
1: someone and then he's like oh my name is whatever the joker's real name is and then those comic book after people flick? are like what <laughs> it's Arthur flick right oh my yeah. bad yeah arthur flick and then we get that name and then all these people in the audience just go yes and that just leads into like the sequels i would be i don't know i just anyone who knows me knows how much i love like those cliffhangers. I love gasping at the end of a film. I love being taken aback. Like, it takes a lot for something to shock me if I don't already see it ahead of time. Uh-huh. So I'm just, I'm very excited. I just wish that all of our films weren't pushed back, but I respect the fact that they are. Um, so we got our first look at George C. Wolfe's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Starring Chadwick, Bozeman, and Viola Davis. And I will let Zach go first on this one.
0: I cried, dude.
1: I know you did.
0: I'm getting emotional thinking about it right now. I. It's so good. First off, it's so good. Viola Davis looks completely different to anything I've ever seen her in. Chadwick has this playful spirit to his character. Um... I mean, from Denzel Washington producing it, to George C. Wolfe directing it, to August Wilson's words. I mean, one of the most influential black plays ever. And then to have just such an amazing cast around it, I, it's going to be so good. And also just because I did a class in college about blues women. And to understand that blues women were the trailblazers for feminism because women couldn't travel by themselves before. And you have these black women who were traveling state lines to perform on shows and they're earning their own money and nobody's telling them what they can do and they're doing everything themselves. And like that to see that I'm, I'm so hyped for this movie and I know that Netflix is going to do a good job with distribution on it. Everybody involved is people that I love and respect. The tone feels a lot more like fences.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, than I guess I'm used to. I tough to see that. But... I, I, I'm very excited for this film. And just pretty emotional because... When you see Chadwick, you just feel something. It's just yeah. hard not to feel something still. So, it, you know.
1: When I watched that trailer for the first time, I I, I thought of Zach, but I also I, I went into it not knowing anything. I didn't know it was a play. I didn't know. I, I had no idea of anything. And I'm a huge Viola Davis fan. I loved, loved, loved her in How to Get Away With Murder. Mm-hmm. I still hype that show up. That's Such one great of the... I, I watched it with Katie, and then I watched it with my roommate Sarah. It's just... it's it's such an amazing abc show i honestly i loved it that in the scandal where my two her and carrie washington are just like such a dynamic it's They're shonda Rhymes, bro um, they would
0: be nothing without shonda's writing i mean i, I have to say as much as yeah. I, I okay let me rephrase that they would be everything without shonda's writing let me say that first foremost but i still think shonda's writing was so impeccable for those shows that it, whoever was in the role would have had a great time. Absolutely, you know, but they like they it. killed it. They like, killed I, both of them killed it. Yeah.
1: Like when you say that, I, I just honestly I couldn't picture anyone else in those two no, roles. Like they, not.
0: they. Gosh, that first season of How to Get Away with Murder was, was incredible. It was.
1: Oh my God! Like it had Katie and I finished I think in like a day because we were trying to get to the, <sighs> to that last scene. Um, I haven't. And I, haven't
0: not, I haven't watched season two yet. I, I maybe like How two episodes. With murder? Yeah, into season two. I haven't
1: finished. I saw finished the first season
0: and I was like. I don't need to see anymore. This is one of the best I will shows say I've ever seen. I
1: don't like it after maybe season three because it kinda goes downhill. Yeah. But Violet Davis, like her character arc, just, like she just it just gets her. Yeah. Um, not and not to get more on topic, but like scandal. There are so many scenes where Kerry Washington just like made me feel so empowered as a woman because I don't know if you've ever seen it.
0: No, I I wasn't I, really into the whole president mistress thing but see that i was love going on. I it's wasn't not really like oh, i was like oh really
1: it's not that that i love but my dad and i are huge political show people right like we watch the shows to get like scandal i was so into because i love i love the drama behind the scenes of the white house i love all that stuff You probably
0: like west wing to a, to a degree
1: i wanted to start west wing but i didn't know how well i would like it um, west
0: wings kind of it's quite interesting but it's i will fun. say
1: my, my point for a Scandal is that I love Kerry Washington's Olivia Pope so much because even though she's so in love with the president and so in love with Fitz, she just gets to a snapping point where she, like, tells him, like, you don't own me. You don't, yeah. you cannot just use me as your toy. And, like, I can't even tell you how much, like, that empowered me when I read, when I first mm-hmm. watched that because it's, she, he's the president of the United States. Yeah. And she's, She's telling him, no, like, no matter who you are, like, yeah. you can't just, you can't take advantage of me yeah. like that. You can't just call me whenever you want yeah. to. You can't just ask me to come hang out. You can't, I'm not yours to play with. And that scene, I love. And I'm getting emotional thinking about it because, like, the first time I watched it, I had to pause it and I had to, like, rewatch it 10 times because I was so, like, no man yeah. has that much power over a woman to be like, I'm going to cheat on my wife with you. No. You either leave your wife or you stop seeing me because you can't have both. I can't be your side piece. And that... I'm sorry. That's like so... Yeah. That's so empowering for women to be like... To stop... Like... Oh, anyways. Sorry. Back to the...
0: <laughs> I feel attacked right now and it's not even me.
1: No, because... It, I, I'm not going to go... Yeah, on a yeah, no, no, tangent. No. I can't be a feminist in this. But anyways. Um, Viola Davis, when I watched the trailer... Chadwick Boseman gave me so many feels. Um, he and I will say this every time. Hit when I heard of his passing and his and Robin Williams. I mean, obviously every passing is is mm-hmm. sad and unfortunate and it's. But those two, I sobbed. Mm-hmm. I cried for a good hour and I was like shocked at how how much I I genuinely reacted because I love him. Um, he had so much. Just he he was gonna be. He is a phenomenal actor, mm-hmm. but so much um, going for him. But that trailer made me smile, and I, I cried a little. I, I had a little tear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did not know I needed him and Viola Davis in a movie together. I, I'm, I'm here for it. I was it. waiting
0: for it. I mean, after we had Angela yeah. Bassett, I was like, Viola's next. has to be.
1: Oh, Angela Bassett's another one who I I love her. She
0: has to be next. I was like Viola has to be next. It's only a matter of time before. That I just I together. just can't
1: wait to see Kerry Washington in something else. I I love her. She was in um oh my God, Little Fires Everywhere. That woman cannot go wrong with any role.
0: Still need to see that show. Oh my God, but I, I'm am excited to see it.
1: That's the first time I ever hated her, because I was so like I was so against her in the show. I was for her and then against her. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Reese Witherspoon, like they are just such a good dynamic together. Yeah. Like you actually think they hate each other. Sorry, but anyways, <laughs>
0: another wild tangent.
1: I am just I'm on a roll. Oh my god, yeah. this leads me into my next discussion. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Um. Oh, sorry. Any final any thoughts? No, nah, I had on... my
0: thoughts. Go ahead, sis. All right. You got this.
1: All right, while I'm on my my freaking women empowerment. I'm role. just gonna
0: be quiet and let you go.
1: Alright, so the women in part... So, let me start off by saying that every man needs to get off his damn high horse with this scene because I have... Honestly, Twitter is is roaring with testosterone-filled men who cannot get over themselves because there were, what, 10... Excuse my language. Fucking women in a scene together without one male... And they and they just went off. Like it pissed me off. I thought the scene, so if you don't know what the scene I'm talking about, <laughs> it's the one, I was so on a roll that I forgot to say the scene. Um, it's the it's one of the it's in the third act of endgame and it's all the women together. And it still comes up till this day, and even I, I wanna say like all of our bloggers even said, like, why are people still on a tangent about the scene? And people keep bringing it up like, oh, we didn't, um, apparently the boys made fun of that scene yeah, with like does. three women. And I, which kind of pissed me off about the show, so I haven't really watched it anymore He's taking of it.
0: constant digs at Avengers.
1: So, and it brought up a, lot, a bunch of fans to say, yeah, this scene was stupid, didn't it make sense, it was so forced. First of all, it was not forced. It's been something that's been in the works for 11 years. Scarlett Johansson and I and I applaud her because she is. I feel like she is the reason why it, she is the reason why they all got brought together. Because yes, yeah, she was used as a sex symbol at first, but then she turned around and said, Major look. I'm actually a badass black widow. Mm-hmm. I I can fight just as well as the men do, even better." And I want to say that this scene was a nod towards her because it's all the women in the MCU that we have been introduced to. And we even get to see Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper pots in her, and which was stupid. It, her part wasn't stupid, but the Met, but all these people online were like, "Oh, like how did like she so it was so random. She just came in, like how did she know to fight? Like she's literally had over a decade with Tony Stark. You don't think she would have been taught how to fight back? Like well, I'm sorry, like a woman can't fight back. Stupid. Anyways." I I loved that scene. It's one of my top 10. It's one of my top 3 favorite scenes in the MCU. I I don't know why it's an argument genuinely. I don't know if anyone can explain that to me, but it's such an argument with all these pessimistic men online because women were the center of attention for literally 2 minutes mm-hmm. fighting a battle. Like, half those women are better fighters than some of the men in the MCU. Like, Amora can go kick ass, so can Nebula. Scarlet Witch is probably one of the strongest Avengers, if not the strongest. So, and she she literally almost broke Thanos within two seconds, and Tony got stabbed within the first two minutes. So, I'm sorry if that scene literally bruised your male alter ego your male ego ego. sorry keep going (laughs) if it bruised your male ego but i'm sorry to say like women can fight back women can be the center of attention for two minutes without chris evans having to be there robert downey jr chris hemsworth even though like don't get me wrong i love those men but that scene was based that scene was meant for those women and i'm glad that they put it in because for me that was a nod and a thank you towards Scarlett Johansson for, for being the first woman superhero of the MCU. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I'm sorry. This has been a... Like, I'm not sorry. But this has been such a long time coming for me. And it, like, boiled down to when I... Like, every single comment on Twitter was a man speaking, saying the scene was dumb, the scene was... D-, and I, like, I don't like commenting towards haters at all. Mm-hmm. But it, like, it made me, it blew my mind because of how powerful it actually stands for. And it, and it, it, it stands as a role model for young girls watching these films in the future saying, and even now saying, okay, Thor is not just a superhero. It's also Scarlet Witch. It's also Gamora. It's okay to be a female superhero. It's okay if I want to be Captain Marvel for Christmas, or not Christmas, Halloween. Mm -hmm. So it just, it blows my mind when people say like this scene was so random because it wasn't. It's been 11 years, 10 years in the making. It's been 23 films later. It's about time we got a female centered Mm -hmm. fight scene for once instead of just having all, like yes, Spider-Man, Tom Holland was there, but I'm happy that we had all those women. Like, it made me cry. Like, I was standing and clapping because they brought this A team together. And I hope we get an A team movie sometime in the future. But I mean, that's my tangent. Zach, do you have anything to add to that scene?
0: I mean, I loved it from the first moment I saw it. I thought it was incredible. Um, I think
1: the way that they pile in. It just it gave me chills. Yeah. I was like, this is something that I needed, and I'm happy that it came about. I wish Natasha would have been there, but I feel like it stood for something. It stood yeah. for her. It was a it was a thank you for starting this.
0: I think that's interesting because that's not what I got from it when I saw it. I, yeah, I didn't see it so much as a thank you, Natasha. I just saw it as. Um, Okay, yeah, we got the men over here, but let's not forget about we got some killer no, kick ass ladies. And then the way it happened was incredible. I didn't think it was forced either. I think it was, it was well planned. But I also don't think any of those superhero reveals or, or stances or anything like that can ever be, can never feel not forced in a way because you yeah. have to have that sort of superhero pose to to kind of make a movie feel like.
1: I just a love. Movie. That it was Captain Marvel who came up to Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and like introduces herself, and then he's like, Oh, how are you gonna go fight all those people alone? And then everyone comes in, like that wasn't random. That was these women are looking out for each other. And my favorite behind the scene moment for that is when like Robert Downey, like it was just them on set, and then Robert Downey Jr. held a huge luncheon for them. Like that for his send-off and for like to For all these women in the MCU like that, I love him for that. And I love that they were able to pull off that scene. Mm -hmm. That they were able to bring all these women in and be like, okay, let's do this. Let's bring in something that we haven't done before. Yeah. I didn't really have much
0: thoughts about that. Just
1: yeah, No, honestly, it's just been something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while because I always see it pop up and it just... It blows my mind that people think that way. Like, it's not... a. I don't want to say it's not a bad thing, but it's just I understand everyone has their own opinion. It just bothers me that it's just all these men are saying it, and I'm like, okay, I'm. But that that's just whatever. That's my own opinion. Um, speaking of Marvel, should Marvel reconsider announcing all these films ahead of time? Which yes. <laughs> Zach and I. Yes. Stopped recording, and we started talking about this, and we're like, why aren't we recording? I agree with you. I, I think that- Just
0: do it one movie at a time. I still don't understand why they don't want to do this because it just saves so much time. And not only that, it ensures that the movie gets finished. So if, yes, have these big master plans. Have these ideas that one movie leads off to the next, right? Have an idea of having an Easter egg where you have a character that you, you've planned to be some, you know, an actor who's going to be a character to, in another later film enter into that film at the end or or whatever, do that. That's great. But to say, okay, we've got this film coming out and this film coming out and this film coming out and these are all the proposed dates and this is what we're planning, blah, blah, blah. Should something crazy happen, like, I don't know, a freaking pandemic, you can't come back from that because you've already told people what you're lining up and now we're expecting it and now that we can't get it. And then if you need to do reshoots or anything crazy, because you didn't get everything in time, because you have a set deadline that you've got to make it to, that should things happen then you and you can't come back, it just messes up your whole scheduling anyway. My thing is, my thing is, my thing is, right, we've got Falcon and the Witness Soldier and Black Widow, and you know, I don't really know, which one leads off to the next one, I can't really Falcon remember.
1: Falcon after Black
0: Widow. Falcon after Black Widow. Okay, so now we're still waiting for Black Widow to come out, so we now have to delay... Falcon and the Witten Soldier which is pretty much done or in the process of being done I mean Anthony Mackie's I've seen him on set a couple times but like Mm -hmm. that show is almost done right so (laughs) we've just lost out on two great pieces of content because we plan too far ahead in advance why why don't we just do it one step at a time Mm -hmm. I just don't understand why that's a thing that they don't want to do because it it saves your ass in the end. It really does.
1: I I am not opposed to that. I think it's a good. I, I I agree with you. I I do like the idea of them announcing films, just not dates. And that's something that I disagreed on. I think that they should announce the films ahead of time to get people excited, but not like and it gets and it has fans to look forward to something to look forward to casting announcements. I don't think to you look need forward to. to I mean, just Pixar, dropping it, too, is nice. Pixar doesn't but... drop
0: the title of their next film, but yeah, we but still love what, Pixar movies when they drop. But
1: that's I don't... what sets aside Marvel from everyone else. Is that, yeah, but
0: you say that now. But give it two years. The Disney film is going to kick in, and then you're going to get sort of what we're getting with Pixar.
1: It's potato-tomato. It's
0: it's that. I, I, the, <laughs> thing, the thing about... Okay, so maybe I'm not against saying, you know, coming soon, December... Proposed year, which yeah. they might think I'm not against that because they're not telling us exactly when it's gonna happen, but they're saying around about this time you could expect it. If something were to change, then obviously we'll change it, right? But I I think this Black Widow mess has been a huge reminder to Marvel. Hey, maybe we should like slow down. Let's not say specific dates and get people riled up for specific dates. Why don't we just say a season? that we expect it to come out or you know like because you know for instance like star wars is you expect a star wars movie to come around the holidays at this when star wars is in full force with the with the sequels yeah you expected them to come around the holidays because we got the first one around december like 15th or 14th i want to say close to christmas and then the second one came out around that time again so you were like the third one's going to come out around the holidays and it did So with Star Wars, you expect it to be around the holidays because that's the season they've kind of bookmarked. With Marvel, you expect it to be around the summer because it's summer blockbuster month and you expect there to be a lot of blockbusters around that time, right? Mm -hmm. So why don't we just have it where it's going to be in the summer? We can't tell you when, but we know it's going to be out. These are the titles, the proposed titles or, you know, here's a character that we're going to base it around.
1: I'm saying at least like a couple. Don't do a whole phase. Like do a yeah, couple. don't do a whole phase. But, but that okay, that's that that's what I'm. That's what I can agree to. I, I agree that that could be a way of doing things because now maybe and you never know. Kevin Feige and Marvel could be like okay, let's let's rethink our game plan. Let's not do this. Maybe they're already thinking ahead of us and they're like okay, we're just going to announce these and see how see how it goes. And then we'll announce the next three. Maybe I think just... you
0: have to, though. I think they've been forced into a corner because of COVID. They have to.
1: So maybe they'll be like, okay, 2023, we're only going to do... We're going to put out uh, X-Men, whatever, but, uh, like these three films. And then the next year, they're like, okay, now... But I get, I get why they do it because they announce everything at Comic-Con, pretty much. They do a big reveal.
0: Okay, but now that dc fandom had been has been so popular
1: and we'll see how marvel does if they do anything like right but
0: also okay i don't believe that comic-con is not going to be a thing i'm not saying that because absolutely it's going to be a thing because it's huge and it's bigger than just dc and marvel movies in general but i'm just saying right because dc did such a great job with their own venture i feel like marvel will follow suit as well and have their own sort of venture going on and maybe it goes to like Disney Expo or whatever, yeah, Disney two D two three or whatever. I don't I don't care. Anyway, um but I'm saying that I think given the fact that it's kind of spreading in that direction I think that it will get more centralized and they would end up doing more of things that you're saying. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen at Comic-Con. I think it'll be happening at these individual events. Which it has. So then that might change things. But I'm saying that I believe COVID has pushed Marvel to now look at it. Let's try it with, like you're saying, three films. Let's announce three films and wait and see. Because, again, the landscape's going to change. We don't know what it's going to look like in the next six months, let alone next year. Yeah. So maybe they are just like let's calm down, let's just give you a couple of movies that we have slated to, to come out, right, and then see how it goes. And then if things in the world kind of clean up a little bit and we get a grasp on this virus, then we can start upping our intake to the point where we get back to where we were. But in but now you know what I mean. Now they're forced into a corner where they have to think about that. I'm saying, and it gets should, fans this,
1: like me upset when yeah. I can't see Black Widow. I'm just for saying another,
0: it, it should have yeah. been that from the get-go and the reason i think it should have been that from the get-go is because you remember how exciting it was to see i still know, look back car- on
1: those videos and i see phase three where they announced civil war and that became huge because that's where chadwick boseman was announced as mm-hmm. Black panther and then you see thor ragnarok and everyone's like oh shit like it's happening and you see like this timeline and they say new mutants or whatever it was and like look big that joke became but I do agree. I, it's nice as a fan to see this a phase get announced and be like, okay, we have this and this and this to look forward to. But now, like, I do think everything is going to be re reimagined, redone because COVID hit. So now they're like, okay, what if this happens in the next, like, 10 years? What if something like this happens again? So now let's let's think about it. Let's not announce an entire phase. Let's maybe announce, like, the first three to five films, three to four films, and give them something to look forward to, but not announce okay. their dates. But here's
0: a question, right?
1: Because they have done that. They've done it. They've said May 2020. They've said...
0: No, absolutely. I'm just and saying... And they, right. they've
1: never announced specific times. They've said, okay, this Thor Ragnarok. We don't know when it's coming out.
0: I don't think... I don't think the excitement will dissipate. I don't think yeah. the excitement will go down. I think if you were to give one movie and say, here's a movie, I still think fans will go through the roof for it. You know? I mean, let's not to bring it back to DC and the Batman, but look at the, where the Batman is right now. Like it's just one film by itself. Like here's a film and that still, it seems to be going up and up every day. And the more snippets we see from the film and the more behind the scenes stuff, the more we get engaged with the film. I don't think fan excitement, I get what you're saying, right? Because they did it to engage with fans and create fan excitement about these films. But now the payoff is so low because when the delays happen, now we're complaining. And then you have DC, yeah. on the other hand, who were able to do it incrementally, movie by movie, and has built a catalog over the last five years that, that's hugely exciting moving forward. I think that Marvel has to look at it and realize that you know fans are fans. Regardless, we're gonna still going you, to love whatever you- We're going to watch whatever you put out anyway. It doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't matter if you give us everything or give us one thing. That one thing, we're going to ride in that one thing to the wolves fall off. And then when you give us the next thing, we're gonna jump on that too. So I, I think I think this whole thing of just give you everything this big package, is great in the time when when people could meet together because you were giving, people were paying hundreds of dollars to go to these things. So give I'm, them I'm everything. Like ahead. I totally get it. If they are paying you know $200, 300 dollars to come here, give them everything that you can. I totally get it. And you only have like an hour. Give them everything you can in that hour. But I'm also thinking of the fact, right, do you know how cool it would be to get one thing and not know about the next thing and that next thing be a
1: surprise? And it leaves off on a cliffhanger. It leaves on a cliffhanger like... and it leads
0: into the next thing. Like, you know how cool it was to see, see Nick Fury in, in yeah. Iron Man? You know what I mean? Like, And you never knew that was going to expand into a big universe, but that was just cool And then you didn't cool know like, he was going to
1: pop up a couple years later Think in, about in Iron like, Iron Captain Man. America.
0: Iron Man, we didn't even know we were going to get a second Iron Man when Iron Man came out. When Avengers came out, Avengers was a Huge deal when Avengers came out because we didn't it was even know for
1: me or, and Chrissy to find a seat. Like we, we didn't know up. if we were ever
0: gonna have anything like that again. So I think I think there's still business in surprise in not telling anybody that they're gonna do something and then going big and doing something amazing.
1: And I think that's where they they got it from. They were like, okay, so it blew up, so let's get them more excited.
0: Right, but now it's at the point where it's
1: not maybe it's like time to go back and kind yeah, of like now, go back to the now, beginning and, and hype us up again.
0: I think now we're so numb to it. That we expect the biggest, and I things. always say to and them and then like phase deliver, five,
1: phase six, like well, that's You didn't even know, know what
0: phase five even looks like, or what's gonna happen. Oh, i made my, five. I've made
1: my predictions. But side note, did you see? um That's why I kept pointing my finger at you because I didn't want to lose my train of thought. Um, Colin Farrell confirmed who plays the penguin mm-hmm. in um, the Batman. He said that they're not gonna be finished filming until February 2021, yeah, not. which doesn't shock me. Like, they, when did they start? They started in January. And then they took, like, a, what, three-month break? Maybe two months Yeah, of COVID, two months with th- the COVID, four. then
0: another two weeks because of op
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not shocked, but that's another four months of filming. So I'm kind of thinking, like, how big is this film got to be if they need, like, almost a year of filming? Because that's pretty much what it's going to be. Well, because yeah. they started back in September. They took, they were, like, one of the last productions to halt filming in March, like, mid-March. They didn't begin until what September? Mm-hmm. So if they're going to February and then it doesn't come out until next March. I'm well, genuinely curious about like how big, like what amount of.
0: Well, uh, there's a theory that this film's going to be based on the long Halloween.
1: Which is what? A comic book. Well, I know it's a comic book. I just spent. Which with is the like a line. really
0: big, celebrated comic book. So I think given that. It could be very big.
1: So are we looking at like an almost three hour film for him? With I mean, I've seen him on so many like on his motor on the bike. I don't
0: think we're gonna get a three hour film, but I think there's gonna be nuggets well, with almost. the possibility of expanding into something else. I think with the with the theories of the court of owls and with
1: Which they're not giving anything away really. We're not giving yet. anything uh, away yeah, with which that, is amazing aspect. So, that trailer which just... with the
0: long Halloween possibly, I think that we could see
1: Oh, because there was a Halloween scene. That yes, with were... Halloween
0: characters. So I, I, I think there's a. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And and again, we also don't know who they could be bringing in behind the curtain. We don't know if there are other characters they haven't he has in mind that he wants to s- show us.
1: There's been r- there. Because I mean, just we... brought someone else in like a few weeks ago. I thought, but we don't know what their role is. I did say that. I didn't tell so... you. I wouldn't thing. be shocked if we did get introduced to maybe like a, not like a younger version of Joker, but like an also, kind of.
0: I mean, we could see Two Face, we could see Joker, we could, we see, could see the Scarecrow again. There's
1: already like five villains, five like learning to be villains or yeah. five wanna be like beginners. So I I think. It's a possibility. Honestly, with this film, I'm so happy how under wraps it's being kept. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, we're getting behind-the-scenes photos, which everyone's saying that they've seen the whole film. Like, I don't think we've seen anything really at this. We really have not compared to a lot of other things. But with this film, it's for, at least for us, it's being so hyped up in our heads. Like, we're thinking of all these possibilities of what they could introduce.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just can't wait to be... Surprised and more excited for once when it comes out because I'm hoping movie theaters make a comeback like next summer. I'm hoping that someone buys Regal or someone buys AMC and they're like, okay, let's give it another chance. But I'm not saying there's anything wrong with at-home movies because I did watch After We Collided in a reclining couch on a reclining couch with a nice TV. So I'm saying it's it's not a bad thing.
0: I think the words you're saying or you're trying to say, yes, are, Zach, you're right, but it's I was, fine. I, I, okay. I will, I will.
1: I never I will said you were wrong. I never said you were wrong.
0: Pomgor, you were attacking me the other day about because movies at home. Games.
1: Whatever, Zach, you were, you were ninety-nine point eight percent correct.
0: I will take that because <laughs> that's all I'm gonna get, honestly. I will take that.
1: But any final thoughts on anything we talked about?
0: Let's just take it one day at a time guys because that's all we got. That's all I got to say.
1: I, I mean, at this point that's how I'm feeling. I'm just honestly, any news that comes in, and again, if you can surprise me, I'll think about, I'll think about a prize, but <laughs> I, I agree. I think that at this at, right now with mm-hmm. how everything's going, I'm even learning, okay, I'm not going to jump the gun on a casting arrangement. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to think too far ahead about what next Marvel film, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean?
0: I actually did forget something. We do have something. What? Uh, About our new idea for the podcast. Oh, yeah. So... (laughs) Nicole and I are starting this thing called Show Rex I'm where not excited but I you excited. guys nominate or give us a show to watch. We'll both watch the show and then we'll give our thoughts on the show that we saw. Um, are we gonna do
1: like majority vote on one or is it gonna be like what is we'll most do a populated? Poll. We'll do
0: a poll. We'll get if someone gives us if we get like a selection of shows. We'll get shows, like we give a poll, us. But we'll take four
1: us, random shows. Yeah. Four four of them, and we'll put it on a poll on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and then we'll go and down the list.
1: And the one and that gets voted the most popular is what we will watch, with no arguments from either of us, especially nope. me.
0: And <laughs> I will put the money in to watch it, and time in to watch it. Same. But yeah that um, cool. Yeah, and yeah. our Patreon as well. It's another part. You
1: can find our bonus features on bonus, Patreon. Bonus, bonus
0: on Patreon. We're having our full episodes with us recorded <laughs> on video <laughs> oh, okay. on Patreon, and you can catch those <laughs> when they drop.
1: Who knows? Maybe there will be an even longer argument of Marvel on there. A, a bonus feature of.
0: <laughs> you could you could argue till I die. So I don't really feel like arguing. I could. Marvel I could.
1: Especially if it came to like Civil War or something or Age of Ultron. Oh, that'll be a bonus feature. <laughs> I just do see under your skin because I know that we've, him and I have argued. We've had these arguments For two, to, two to three years at least. <laughs> two to three. I've changed my mind on a couple of them. But anyways, that was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole.
0: See you guys next time.